Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast, where today, in lead up to the NBA restart, we are doing a special NBA series that was inspired by the uh, always listener frequent emailer, Connor, who's going to be guesting in this series and calling it NBA Heists. Uh, not because there's some crazy conspiracy theory, but basically Connor had the idea, what if we took NBA teams and we put them in a situation of they have to pull off a heist of some sort? For me, personally, I always think classic like bank heist, Yeah, but it's technically not limited to that. Um, and so who would be what role? Because, you know, everyone has – you have your different, uh, different roles in your heists. And would they get away with it ultimately? So we're doing teams from the bubble or who are participating in the bubble. We're starting from the least and going to the greatest. So um, we're going we're gonna to try and uh, we're going to try and kind of bounce back and forth from East and West, but the West have more teams. So we'll probably do some double episodes, yeah. but we're starting with uh, the Washington wizards and we've come up with some roles so um, uh, we're kind of uh, talking about this a little bit today. So we prepared a little bit, and this is uh, basically going to be we're, we're going to try and time it so that leading up to all this, you're going to have all the hype, and then you're also going to get this interesting kind of parody of uh, analytics, basically through the lens of what if they were having to pull off a heist. Yeah. All right. I think that was a pretty good explanation. Pretty much. So, Connor, um, well, so let's read off. I'll read off where I kind of landed. I haven't talked to you about this, but where I kind of landed on uh, our roles, because that's what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, we, and we found. So if, for those of you who want a reference, I'll put this in the notes. We, he, um, Connor found a site called The Great Heist, which it sounds like it's a role-playing game that you can play. In like a it seems like it, yeah. But they have crew roles. And they list out uh, seven roles and um, and a brief description. So, uh, and then we also kind of just came up with our own roles, like in a general sense. So um, we'll go over the. I'll briefly list those so everyone can kind of have an idea. So we're not just pulling stuff out. So the list of roles, and this is going to be for every team. We figured we come up with a, a list of roles, and where I've landed is we're just going to have that list as a whole. Because not every team is going to fit one mold or the other. Yeah. Um, so we'll just kind of hodgepodge it together best we can. So we have more roles than than players. So not every role will be filled with every team. But, yeah, because we're just doing the starting five, mm-hmm. the sixth man, and the coach. Yeah. Right. And so the coach is always going to be this role, and it's, uh, it's the mastermind. So it's kind of like... I think if you think of oceans, he's kind of like George Clooney, but he doesn't participate. Like he just yeah. pre plans, gets the, gets the guys together, gets them, um, make sure they know their roles and kind of lays everything out. And it's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And then other roles we have. So we have the brute. That one's pretty self-explanatory. He's kind of the bruiser, the intimidator, um, the safe yeah. cracker, someone with a little bit of finesse. I'll kind of take these off. These is a specialist responsible for drilling through vault doors, cracking safes, obviously. So they've, they're kind of a finesse person. Yeah. You have, your getaway, yeah, you have your getaway driver who, a lot of times the getaway driver is a little bit kind of like the low man on the totem pole or it just 
you just have the absolute best driver and that's what he's really good at. So, yeah. um, you know, you sit outside and you wait until uh, all that's done and you got to get the crew away. So yeah. it could be kind that's of why exposure. we, yeah, that's why we that for the six man, just because they don't start in the bank. Very right. literally, they don't start. No. So, you know, or it could end up being a closer if we wanted to do that too. Just, you know, the six man role and the getaway driver felt appropriate. Yeah. And so we, we basically, it's kind of, that's kind of the default thought and for that exact reasoning, but um, we'll see what we decide. I mean, this is all, we're, we're making this up. So we make the rules. Um, you have the cat burglar who is, uh, they specialize in breaking and entering. So sneak and, you know, sneaking through, um, alarms, uh, whether it be laser detectors or whatever, can they can yeah they can they can get in places. And uh, to put this in an NBA perspective, I viewed this as someone who has very good offensive game. You know, not necessarily like Shaq, like bully ball offensive game, but just they have a touch, they have some moves. Maybe they don't play great defense, but you know, there's there's still a role for you on the team and in the heist. Okay. So to backtrack a little bit, uh, I like this. Um, explain a brood is self-explanatory. We don't have to explain that one, but this yeah, safe they're cracker going away in the NBA, um, <laughs> a safe cracker. What I view it as someone who specializes in one thing, three point shooting, maybe uh, three and D might be the optimal safe cracker is kind of how I'm viewing as how I'm looking at it anyway. You could even do a hustle player. You know, they're just really, really good at, you know, they set screens, they take the charges, they, they do those. Maybe, but that would also kind of be, well, we'll get to it later, I guess. But, mm-hmm. you know, a, a uh, maybe a cash grabber, you know, they'll just do whatever. Right. They'll get in there and really make things happen. And, and there's some crossover. But they got it anyway. Yeah. 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 So that's another role is we kind of have our I call them I also call them goons like your cash grabbers your goons. So basically it's the guys who more low men on the totem pole. They don't really they're they're there to be hands on deck. And so you know you have the guy who finds the banker and they get back to the safe and he's kind of and then these are the guys that when you get to the money or whatever it is the heist is pulling off they they come in with the duffel bags and yep. you know they fill the bags and then they they haul them out. So they're there, they're warm bodies, their hands. They have a specific purpose, but it's nothing major. You know, when you yep. first come in, they're making sure that nobody's trying anything crazy. Um, so then we have our smooth operator, who is a, uh, they specialize in talking their way past human obstacles. So obviously they're very good at thinking on their feet, improvising. And they stay pretty calm, cool, and collected. So, Connor, what's the NBA equivalent? To me, what it was, um, the guy that you want to get the ball to. Because he's going to walk in, tell the bank manager, hey, we're here. We don't want to hurt anybody. We just want the money. That's the guy. That, that to me, might be your closer. The guy that is mm-hmm. all calm, cool, and collected. He's who you want in crunch time. He's your, he's your go-to. All right. There and are that, other people that need to do other things, but he's he's your he's your mm-hmm. go-to. And and there's a little bit of crossover in in this role and what we what we came up with as calling the lead man. Yeah, who was basically he's he he you know you come in and he is the guy he goes and finds a banker he gets you to the vault he's kind of calling the shots saying hey you do this you do that so kind yeah, of kind really of the, those might be those might be pretty well interchangeable honestly. 
I, I think they're point. kind of a Venn diagram. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because they yeah, could be we'll slightly different. Goes. Yeah, we'll see. You know, there there are some. So you have your hacker. Yeah. That one's pretty self-explanatory in terms of uh, a role. You know, they're the electronics guru, the whiz, um, NBA yeah. equivalent. I view them closer to oh, not necessarily a point guard, but you know how like Boris Diaw and Manu Ginobili were just uh, real good basketball crafty. players. Crafty. Mm-hmm. That's a great term for it. Uh, just Andre crafty Miller. dudes who you need on the team. They just mm-hmm. make they just make good basketball plays, and you're like, I would have never thought to do that, Manu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I like what that. I view as a hacker. Um, we got our we got our lookout slash doorman. So basically, you come in, and you know, usually have somebody kind of watching the door, make sure no one tries to get out. But also, if there's any commotion outside, you know, him and the getaway driver are probably in contact. So um, that's one's pretty self-explanatory. But um, what's our NBA equivalent? Well, the this is another one that's kind of uh, I'm not sure really what your what your NBA equivalent quite would be. I mean, it could be the guy that just the body that just gets brought in solely to you know play defense on for five minutes against you know LeBron or Kawhi or something. You know, someone who doesn't have a lot to do, but that what the one thing they do have that it needs done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he'll get brought up a lot in the starting fives with what and the sixth man with what we're talking, but it might because well, not every starting five has five great options. Yeah, especially for the Nets. Um, <laughs> Precisely. So let's see. We got. Oh, I think I put driver twice. I'm gonna fix that. And I believe that's every. I believe that's, that's all of pretty our much it. Yeah. So quickly to run through them, and you know we're trying this out, so we might we might kind of eliminate some. We might merge some, but just yeah. a broad list here. So you have your brute. You have a safe cracker. You have your cat burglar. Your smooth operator. Your hacker. Your cash grabber. Your lookout. Your getaway driver. And your lead man. And also the mastermind who is uh, ultimately the coach of the team. Yep. So those are all your roles. We're not going to use them all. Some of them might get dropped or merged. We'll just see how it unfolds. But let's go ahead and start with uh, the Wizards. So let's list out and let's so let's look at <laughs> what their starting five looks like right now. John sure. Wall's not coming back. Bradley Beal opted out. Uh, is, nope. it Car- is it is it? Bertrands, what's his first name? Bertrand, David, Davis. Yes, Davis. I want to say Carlos for whatever reason. Uh, Don't ask me why. So their starting five looks like this: Shabazz Napier, Troy Brown Jr. Don't worry, I don't know who he is. Too Jerome Robinson. Don't worry, don't know who he is. Uh, Rui Hachimura uh, and Thomas Bryant, and then they're. We don't really know who the sixth man is, but we have uh, – there's really two options, Isaac Bonga or Moritz Wagner. Uh, Connor, based on minutes, it looked like Isaac Bonga was probably yeah. going to that role. Yeah, I think Isaac is uh, where we're going to go with that. That's Ish my Smith's best uh, out. Guess. So yeah. I, would, I would also say he would be – he would. those would be your two top, but he's out. So those are literally like the only two options when you look at their depth chart. Yeah. And, and obviously their coach, good old Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks. So, Connor, let's uh, let's just go through player by player and talk about this a little bit. Okay. Uh, or we can even start with the obvious. I don't know. Because uh, to me, like, Troy Brown Jr. and Jerome Robinson, I, do you know much about them? 
Um, not much. Neither one are great shooters because I did look at that for everyone just to see <laughs> if they would fit a safe cracker role. If I remember, Troy Brown this season is shooting about thirty four percent from three, and uh, Jerome Robinson I think is closer to thirty two percent. Same Shabazz, same with Shabazz Napier. So what I'm telling you is, uh, oh, then Hachimura also is like twenty eight percent. The interesting thing is um, Thomas Bryant, their center, is shooting 42% from three, but he's only taking about 1.1 a game. So (laughs) if you want to call him a safe cracker, that seems like a stretch. To me, it seems like he's a guy who is really good at guessing iPhone passcodes. (laughs) And they call him a cracker. I mean, we have to find out more. Like Maybe he'll shoot more as he you know, get develops and plays more in the league and he turns into a safe cracker. But for now, I think he's just the guy who's really good at guessing those four digits. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, I mean, out of the gate, the wizards aren't looking too hot. Like it's not looking no, good for them. Cause Bertrand's their actual safe cracker. Who's an elite safe cracker. He can crack about any of them. Well, he, he didn't make it either. He missed the bus or, he fell in love with the girl and decided, no, I can't do this because she's a preschool teacher and she wouldn't want me to. This um, really feels like a, a a one more heist kind of situation, but instead of yeah. like a classic movie where they're like, all right, one more big one, uh-huh. the, the guys are like, nah, we're done. And no, like, what it John was Wall is the like, studio forced a sequel and <laughs> all the all the starring actors did not want to do it. And so they just got some more people. Fair enough. Yeah, they got that's some what it feels like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. So um Shabazz, who do you how do you how do you look at him? I don't really I honestly I mean I know a little bit about him, but like this this whole team really I'm like, I really don't know a lot. Like it's gonna be real hot watch. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I mean, you look at it, he's not a lead man. He's not a smooth operator, really. Um, outside chance, you could call him and Troy Brown both hackers. They're not great at it, but, you know, they know some code. Because, I mean, Shabazz, he has, I think I remember it was about six assists uh, per game okay. this season. But if you're the starting point guard, that's not bad. It's, you're not a great hacker. No. I mean, you're not from Watch Dogs, the games or anything, but you know a little code, sure. Yeah, and Troy Brown. I'm really not sure what he's got going at all. He might be closer to a cash grabber. Same with Jerome. Um, yeah. To me, that's like our our doorman and our cash grabber, or vice yeah. versa, or both. Like yeah. those, 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 those are two. those are those two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shabazz is your hacker. He's not great at it. Uh, the interesting one to me is Hachimura. He's a rookie. Uh, this season, I saw he dropped thirty against the Clippers, and watching that game. He can shoot, not necessarily from three, but he's got a nice little mid-range shot, and he's a hustle guy. I, I, I mean, the thing is, he's a rookie, and like most rookies, it's his first heist. He's going to make mistakes. We get it. He's going to, you know, leave fingerprints or something like that. Just something dumb. Trip an alarm. Not forget to spray paint one of the cameras completely. He's going to do something like that. But he's he's not a bad looking offensive player anyway obviously i hadn't seen much from him uh, as far as defense and full game right now but 
really not doing bad. Like it's about thirteen points a game. He's, I mean, he's he's working with something, especially as a rookie. Um, as far as what it is for our purposes, I don't know. I mean, because he's listed a power forward, he's only six eight. I think he's probably a cat burglar, and he's more like one of those uh, real overweight cats where their belly just drags along the ground. Like he's got potential if he's, you know, he doesn't actually need to slim down. But if the cat slimmed down, worked on its game a little, might be a pretty solid cat burglar. Just not yet. Uh, Too soon. Too soon. So, real question is: Do we have any sort of lead man, or is Scotty trying to be the lead man from afar? Because I don't I think. To be honest, he, I don't see a lead man in this. Or no, there's up. not a full on lead lead man. I mean, there just is not. Um, oh man, it gets pretty rough. But yeah, at this point, it's like we said with the heist, you know, being one that they shouldn't have tried to pull off, but they were just stubborn. And mm-hmm. Scotty Brooks was like, we got to pull it off. Rent's due next week, something <laughs> like that. And so, um, so they just forced it because one lead man, John Wall, he's not there. They, uh, they he hadn't been there for like two sequels at this point. No, uh, Brad Beal was like last minute, like, no, guys, I'm out. I'm sorry. Um, I just can't do this. I've turned a corner. I'm above all this now. I'm beyond it. I'm past it. And Bertans fell in love with the preschool teacher. So there's not that Bertans would really be a good leading man anyway, but mm-hmm. they don't have one. That's the moral story. They don't. They're a rudderless ship. In the, when they're in the bank, anyway. Right. So we're looking at. Oh gosh. So Thomas Bryant. I mean, it's best thing we got probably at a brute, and then Isaac Bonga's our getaway driver. Is that what yeah, we're and Thomas Bryant is not much of a. In my mind, you're not a great brute if the real thing that's exciting about you is that you're shooting forty percent from three. It's not a full brute. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'm old school. That's not a brute to me. So, so maybe it's not a brute at all. Then maybe he's just he might be. He's their best option as a brute. He's the most brutish brute they have. Probably that guy that they're like, "Hey, you're big and like tough yeah, looking look that and way," and he just he just doesn't have a mean but, bone in his body. Yeah, so. he has a soul of a poet. It's not his yeah. fault. He just he just can't handle it. So that's oh yeah. man. So to recap here, um, make sure I get this right. Shabazz uh, was a hacker. Yeah, I would say he's a hacker. Somebody who took an HTML class. Yes. uh, In college. One of those. Yeah. And exactly. Best they got. He can crack an iPhone code. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, Troy Brown. Is just a cash cash grabber. Yeah. Um, we'll, call, we'll call Jerome um, Doorman. We'll just go ahead and split that role because. Sure. Yeah, might as well. Doesn't really matter it's, which one's It's going to be pretty similar. Yeah. Hachimura was a cat burglar. And so Hachimura. Yeah, Hachimura was like a poor man's cat burglar, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's he, just too young. He gets the B&Es, and he thinks he's hot stuff, and 
Yeah, like, he's just not stop. there yet. Mm-hmm. And then Thomas Bryant was the brute that everybody wanted, or he's the brute that never was. He's the brook, brute by look, but not by not by what's in his soul. So, big question of the day is, what does this heist look like? How does it go? And how does it unfold? <sighs> okay. Let's see here. So, uh, just as putting it down, I give them a 6% chance of a successful heist. I'll second that. that that's spot on. Yeah. It's not impossible, but wow, things would have to go real weird and real right. <laughs> so, what we're looking at here is uh, Shabazz, uh, Troy, and uh, Jerome are going to walk in first. They're just going to walk in, say, hey, we're here to rob the place. They're all going to say it like at the same time, almost in unison, but not quite. So everyone's kind of confused on if this is real or if this is like an acapella band not doing well. And you're going to have people just kind of confused. And we're going to get there. And then uh, Hachimura is going to walk in from the side gate, but he's going to run into a desk and make a lot of noise. So everyone looks at him. So everyone knows he's there, too. Someone tries to get up, maybe a maybe a uh, a security officer, and uh, Thomas Bryant. They're like, "Hey, go get him, knock him down." And he's like, "But I don't want to." And they can't. Scotty Brooks is yelling at him in the headsets, like, "Guys, follow the plan." They don't remember the plan. The layout's totally different. They call the the silent alarm. Two minutes later, they're you know they're behind the teller desk, sure, but they're not. They don't have any money yet, and then the cops surround them and they give up. Real That's question: how I is, see it. Does Isaac Bonga abandon his post? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Whenever you see that things aren't going well, because he's got a stopwatch, and as soon as that two minutes is up, he's gone. He has not proven to me at all to be the ride or die. Six does Jerome days. hop in the car with him? He's just at the door. Jerome might, and you know what? I can't blame him. Nope, not I at all. No, not at all. Who's who's the confidence man? Is, is are any of the players like a like a a, tr- a want to be like trying to instill confidence? Like guys, we can totally do this. Like maybe piggybacking on Scotty Brooks' message of like we got to get this done. And maybe there's one guy like is Shabazz kind of trying to. I be think that? that's probably Shabazz is who's trying to do that, but he knows that's outside of his role. But he's the only one they got, kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's, you know. He's a rah-rah, but it's kind of like, rah, rah, go get him. We can do this, guys. Yeah, I don't so, see this going well at all. I think it's no. a, I, would, I could even see this going the potential route of their, like, it goes sideways enough where a citizen can, like, if they, if, if, assuming they had guns or some kind of weapons, like a citizen grabs their gun and. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Slows it down, stops it. Like, this thing goes totally off the rails. Yeah, or they didn't realize there was an off-duty cop there that gets the gun from them, and they all, you know, pretty much give up after one of them gets their gun stolen from them. I mean, it's not going well. Oh, yeah, absolutely so. I I think it's a total fail. In in the event that it went right, you still had a ton of hiccups, and and I don't think they actually – I think they pulled it off, but – I don't think they get away. Like I think they get out and get away driver and 
there's some wrong turn or it took a little bit longer than it needed to. And I don't know. There's something, there's something that goes wrong there. Where yeah. As it's either driver, that or they only get clipped. away with. Oh yeah, that's true. It's either that or they only get away with the money in the teller drawers and don't even get to the vault. Yeah. They get like 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. They get 500, maybe a thousand dollars. And they're like, yeah, we did it. And Scotty Brooks is like, Oh, okay. Which is kind of the equivalent of making the playoffs, but getting bumped in the first round. Yeah. Being like, Hey, I mean, they, they made it easy on him. They said, all, all they have to do is get a game and a half closer to eighth place to, to get, to have an attempt to play yeah. in the playoffs. A yep. game and a half. So that's all they have to come come within, which it's a real slim chance that they even do that. But they only have to be within uh, four games. Four games, yeah. So it's silly. So, it could yeah. happen. They could get out with a little bit of money. Not it, much, I, but oh. a little. This heist is a total debacle and definitely falls flat on its face. So Yeah, like they don't try and pull another heist even if oh, they no. are quote-unquote successful. And so with, I mean, that one is relatively painless and quick because it's just too straightforward. So let's go ahead and jump into the West then, because that's the only team outside of the top eight in the East. So we'll, what we'll do is we'll um, at least do one in the West, but then we'll work our way until we're uh, only left with the top eight in each. And then we'll bounce back and forth or do yeah. two episodes. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So let's just go ahead and segue into doing our next team. That's the Phoenix Suns. And, looks like you posted your maybe initial thoughts. Yeah, that's the initial. Might not be how we finish, but. Yeah. So starting five uh, is you got Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker, uh, Michael Bridges, Dario Saric. DeAndre Ayton would be starting, but he's not participating. Uh, Just lists him as out, which means Aaron Baines is the starter in his place. Potential sixth man. Um, is I'll just list the, the the three who are on the second team. Uh, Ellie Okobo, uh, I might say that wrong, Javon Carter, and Cameron Johnson. Um, I think Javon or Cameron would be my two choices, but yeah, I, you, could go, you could do either. Okay. And then uh, Monty Williams is the coach, right? Yep, Monty Williams. Good old Monty Williams. All right. So, what are the obvious for you? Well, I think you're going to have to go with Devin Booker as probably your lead man. Oh, yeah. Um, that's not what I initially had, but I just – I I had forgotten about the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Devin Booker is for sure your lead man. Thinking Ricky Rubio might be your hacker kind of thinking he might be the hacker kind of the he fits that bill yeah kind of get it done guy but i think he's um, a hacker who he, he has something wonky either he has like really bad vision or he's missing a couple fingers because yeah. i don't know if this this might just be my perception but he but he always seemed to have this great potential that yes. never really came to fruition whether it be just a bad system that he was in that didn't fit yeah. his skill set or injury problems like he was yeah, just see, in and out of the lineup all year, and so it was always yeah. like this awkward. Like, and they, they never fully got on their feet with him. Yeah, kind of how I view him. He's a real good hacker, but he only works on Apple products. 
<laughs> he can't do Windows. Like he can do oh, Linux, yeah. he can do Commandeer, he can do Apple all day long. Just can't do Windows. Give him, uh, give him Windows and he's out. Yeah, it's a weird hiccup. It's just a weird thing. You're not sure exactly what the issue is or why the issue is. It's just there. I don't know. I I'm with that a hundred percent. Um so Dario Saric he's now he to me, is your Catberg. Yeah. He is all offensive. He's got some moves. They're pretty finesse and pretty slick if he's got them going. But, whew, I don't know about him on defense. So, I'm th- I'm thinking he's a he's a journeyman uh, cat burglar. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he He's a cat burglar who wants to be a safe cracker, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he wants something more, but he's just, eh. If he would just stick to his role, you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Bridges. Well, he is actually their best three-point shooter. And he's shooting, I think it was about 35.2%. So about league average, maybe a little below. I think league average is, what, 30, 35, 36, something like that. Yeah. He, I mean, Devin Booker actually shoots a little better from three. But he's already has a role pretty clear, so well, they yeah. give it to they give it to Michael, and uh, he is a safe cracker. He's uh, if you bring him anything high tech, he's he's not in. But I mean, you know, you give him a locksmith or something like that, a deadbolt perhaps. He he can crack that, sure. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. And then uh, Aaron Baines. He is quintessential brute. I oh, mean, yeah. Through and through. And he's a solid brute, too. He knows what he is. He doesn't try and be anything else fancy. He's a brute. He knows it. He does pretty well as a brute. He's a big, intimidating-looking guy. And he knows it, and he plays it well. Absolutely. Now, our sixth man. So, first of all, who are you, who are you going with? I, I, I have a personal favor towards Javon Carter. I'm uh, good with that. Just we, yeah, we just I saw him in college, but uh, yeah. or I followed him a little bit more. I mean, Cameron Johnson, though, he was really – he was a UNC's guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, he, I mean, uh, he, he's an eventual lead man if things go well. Javon Carter, though, is a he's – a, he's a, he's a D defense guy. So Yeah. Yeah, and that – I mean – you could go with either one, really. There, there's not a, there's not a Lou Will six man type of no. driver here. Yeah, this they're is, they're they're both getaway drivers. You know. Yeah, like they're a driver. They'll get you point A to point B. You know, maybe you don't give them five if they're an Uber driver. Maybe a four star, but I mean they'll they'll get you there. You know. Uh, yeah, so they're long not, as they're the not cops Jason aren't hot Statham. on the tail, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they're not Jason Statham being able to take no, and no, 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 no. Drift and like stuff. That. They're just, yeah. they're just, they know how to go fast. They can do it pretty well. Um, yeah, just don't put them under too much pressure. No, no, fine. no. They're they're uh, empty racetrack getaway drivers. Yeah, they, they hit the track on the weekends to practice, but they don't sure. really get real life experience. No. All right, so how do you see this heist unfolding? I, I I'm gonna I'll say I think Monty Williams, um, honestly is 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 a good coach, and so I think I, he's a good coach. I think he plans this out 
fairly well. There's a fairly good plan. You have your clear um, lead man, yeah. uh, smooth operator in Devin Booker. Like you know, he dropped 71 points, you know, and so it's like this guy, this guy can do it. He can make the magic happen. He can, but can he win slash pull off a heist? See, that's the big question. Like he can. That is the question. I see him as he was a safe cracker who has kind of graduated into that. Like he was, he was on a, he was on a, like he yeah. was on that, you know, um, Kentucky A B squad team. Yeah. With the, oh, what are the, I can't even remember their name, the twins. But, anyways. Uh, the Morrises. Was it the Morrises? No, no. They, no, they were, were at KU. It was KU. something else. It was. But anyways, oh, I can't remember now. He, he yeah. and he and he was he was the safe cracker of that team. You know, had Willie Cauley Stein yeah. and a couple other guys on that squad. Like he, they were those teams were pull, that team was pulling off heist. They had two full squads, two starting oh, fives yeah. that could do it. So like they were, you know, they would do two heists at the same time to confuse the police. Yep. Like they had it going. Oh, yeah. And now, but he was just a safe cracker. But then when he came into the league, he moved on to a new crew, and they were like, oh. You you're you're gonna lead you the lead, lead man, man for sure. And he's like, well, I'm really 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 good at cracking safes, so I'm gonna like lean on that and yeah. try and hope that translates into actually being able to lead a high successfully. So I and feel like so maybe far, he's kind of focused on his role and forgets that he has to like make every make sure everyone else is in line and help them to yeah. feel confident about it. But I would agree with that. Um, yeah. I like your analogy. That's that's pretty well good through and through for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also probably looking over the show the shoulder of uh, Michael Bridges. Oh, like, for sure. No, nope, yep. turn. You missed it. Like, yep. And so well, Bridges is cracking the safe instead of instead of instead of Devin Booker being out there helping out the rest of the heist. He is literally right behind Bridges. Like, oh, nope. Nope. Did you hear a click? Did you hear a click? That was probably it. All right, move over. Let me do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It eventually comes to that, and then that could what that 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 could be what sends it sideways because he doesn't know that there's something going on in the lobby, or he he pulls his earpiece out because he's like, I'm gonna crack this safe, and he doesn't hear on the radio that oh they have a situation and he has to go handle it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, where does Ricky Rubio fit in all this? Well, I think he can, so long as it was, in fact, not Windows, you know, so long as he's healthy, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it, he'll get the cameras down. He'll get it to where it's doing the loop thing, to where it's just showing old footage over and over to where people don't know there's anyone in there. I mean, he'll stop the silent alarm. I think I think he'll get that part done. He won't do anything extra like sending the cops the wrong signal, wrong address, so they're going way away, nothing like that. But, I mean, he'll do some good things. I, I, mean, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I, I think that's spot on. And so, yeah, I think, I think there might be some, like, weird misstep or oversight. Yeah. Where he, 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 maybe, he maybe didn't – or he gets distracted by something else because he gets – I don't know, but I think, I think he's fairly solid. So yeah. then, uh, and then you have Dario who's kind of doing his thing. I think he's, he's, he's a little bit of a mixed bag. Like he's a cat burger, but maybe his skill set isn't 
needed to its full potential for this heist and so they yeah. try and turn him into a he's a you know he's, he's he's kind of either like a kind of a doorman like an extra hand to like help grab the the loot and yeah. uh but, yeah, but see what i'm thinking is he snuck into the safe deposit boxes doing uh, his thing getting some real solid whatever's in there you know some old pearls some people's birth certificates for some reason then he comes out they're like hey your bag, Dario, come help us with the money. And he's like, ah, but I already have a handful of stuff. They're like, no, that's not the plan. And then it gets confused, wasting time. And they're just, it doesn't quite work. Yep. Uh, I like that. I, I like that a lot. That's accurate. That's really accurate. So then um, Aaron Baines, I feel like Aaron, Brand, Aaron Baines probably breaks somebody's nose. In the oh, yeah, for sure. Like he's no, he's he the guy yelling, everyone to, get yeah. down. He's yelling, and then he he always like it's anytime they do a job, he's always he always breaks somebody's nose in my mind. Oh, like he's always and there was yeah. like, Dude. and he, he he has to get his Quinn is like his classic nose break, like one yeah. he gets one a job. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just like at the beginning of the game, whenever uh, teams will give their center like JaVale McGee or Aaron Baines the first offensive possession, just mm-hmm. you know go do a. Go do a low post move, whatever you want. So that way you can do that. You know, you can get into the game, but then the rest of the game, you're going to do all the grunt work. So you get to break someone's nose. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it, buddy. Now the rest of the time, just keep everyone down. You know, be cool. <laughs> now, now chill out. Chill out. And then, when, you know, he could, I, I see him as like, when it's time to go, he could be distracted doing something. And they're like, bro, come on. It's time. And he's, and he's yeah. screaming at somebody. Oh, for sure. So then, so what do you what are your odds of success here? What what, what are we looking? For? Well, I'm gonna give them. It's better than the Wizards, but it's not great because bank heists are hard. The full on ones like we're talking, I'm gonna give them eighteen, nineteen percent. You know, they're up there. One out of five, they'll get right, but. A lot of times, Devin Booker's taking over for the safe cracker, and it just is taking too long, and the cops are going to get there by then. And You know, the plan was all good, but Devin Booker, he's not full ready and known to be the whole lead man that you need. Not everyone around him is, you know, doing their job quite perfect. It's just, it doesn't quite all work out. Yeah. So what do you what do you lean to? Are you leaning towards the the league average? Like are you or uh, in three point shooting maybe of like a thirty five ish percent or is that even too high? See, I think it's probably a little too high for three compared I to. Think, the, I, I think it's like closer 15. to. That's what. To what? What do you say? Oh, oh I, I said I I'm feeling like sub twenty, like you're under twenty percent. Oh yeah, get, no, I was at like eight. Okay, fifteen percent. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. So we'll Maybe, say on a good day, one out of five, they get them right. Yeah, but it's real. That's pushing it. Like it's yeah. It's a no, that's a, that. like that's it, a good. It's day. an average tip amount at a restaurant is their their chance of success. <laughs> exactly. Like what you're supposed to tip. So you know, if you spend ten dollars on a meal and then you have to give a tip, it's a it's a dollar and a half of that is the chance of success for these people. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
So they probably don't get away with it because they probably have not. they have some internal problems that they have to work through, meaning Devin has to let go of the safe cracking a little bit and try and figure out how to facilitate the rest of his crew to help them gel. Um, and, and that will maybe – Michael really has to step up in his safe cracking because Devin was such a great safe cracker that it's just like, come on, man. Uh, what are you doing? Your getaway drivers yeah. need more practical experience. Really, they need some street racing. They need to stop hitting the track. They need to get in the street racing game, get their yeah. skills up. So um, when the cops come, when they see the lights, they don't panic and do something erratic. You know, I yeah. I think there's Monty all in all is a good mastermind. He's had success with other crews, and yeah. he, he's in this crew and he sees the potential and he's trying to work it out. But uh, they're just falling short. You know, I don't yeah. know if they. If they necessarily get caught, maybe they do get caught. Maybe they, maybe it just goes sideways and they get away with next to nothing. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, I don't think they're pulling it off. No. And then the then you have to wonder in the NBA today slash bank heist today, do you really need a brute? Like, how long are we going to keep holding on to brutes until we just got another specialist in there, a second hacker, another safe cracker for the secondary save for? You know, something like that to where it's more open, the bank is more open, the lead man can do more stuff more easily, you know, stuff like that. And if you don't have a great brute, you know, you have a solid one in Aaron Baines, but he's doing not much else other than breaking noses and keeping people on the ground, getting rebounds, protecting the cup. I mean, I don't know. There's a time and a place for it, but maybe not in every heist anymore. And unless he he got to the point where he was, you know – pushing you know he was getting 15 16 getting getting astronomical amount of, like the rebound yeah. is going to him i'd almost yes. i'd almost be comfortable like shifting him into like okay that's almost like you you get a former professional driver as your getaway driver like he could almost shift into that role where it's like yeah he's really good at this one very specific thing or you know and yeah and maybe it's even a cat brother but that's you know there's crossover in that but that's just in my yeah. mind. So yeah, I think about 15% is their chance of success oh, yeah. here. I'm good so, with that. Yeah. The wizards, there's not a chance at all. It's a hodgepodge of people who are completely underqualified out of their element with, a, yeah. a, I'm going to go with like Scotty Brooks best days, at least as of now are definitely behind him. And he's yeah. trying to, and, and he's gotten in a bad place where he's like, like you said, like, I need, I need rent. Like, <laughs> yeah, we yep. need, you know, my cash that I had from those good old days is I, I burned through it. And I made some bad decisions and, yeah. and I've, I've got to figure out how to work through that. So yeah, there, boy, did he have a couple lead men back in the day, man, he had a crew, didn't he? But, but, but no longer. Even, so. I mean, even a, two years ago, he had John Wall and Bradley Beal. So, it was yeah, at least bad at that point. And I think Otto Porter Jr. too. Yeah. Yeah. Who, he was a real solid cat burglar at one point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he could get it done. But yeah, it's just kind of you know yeah, all... now now it's pretty much like he planned a jewelry heist that then all the guys went into the bank and because you know they didn't have it all sorted out, that's why Bradley Bill and John Wall and uh, Bertans were like, no, we're not pulling off a bank heist. We thought this was a jewelry robbery. We're not doing this. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that closes it out um, for this episode of NBA Heist. 
where we talked about we talked about the Wizards total face flop. Um, just to do a quick recap for them, so Shabazz Napier is a hacker, if you can even call him that. He's more <laughs> like I did an HTML class. I know some code. I can hack iPhone passwords. Um, you have I just wrote TB Junior here because I was tired of this. Was it Troy Brown? Uh, yeah. Troy Brown Jr., he's he's just a cash grabber. Jerome Robinson is cash grabber, doorman, whatever you want to call him. You have Rui Hachimura. He's kind of a cat burglar. You, you described him as basically a fat cat that needed to slim down before it could make those real yeah. moves. He's on his way. And then you've got Thomas Bryant, who is a poetic soul, but they need him to be a brute, <laughs> and he just can't do it. Um, and then your sixth man in Bonga is just – he just they just put him in the car. They said, hey, man, yeah. you're going to be in the car. He said, oh, all right, I don't even have a license. He said, huh? Drive the car. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Now, and then the Suns, Devin Booker, the former safe cracker, now lead man, but struggles to fully shift into that role. Michael Bridges, he is their current safe cracker, but Devin is always looking over his shoulder. And he's not quite up to snuff to what Devin once was, and that bothers him. Ricky is a hacker who only knows Apple, so he can do a lot of things. But if he, if you hit Microsoft or if you hit Windows at all, he's done. Pick another one. <laughs> Dario, he's a cat burglar, but he kind of gets sidetracked and has his own little side project here. And they're like, bro, we need you to help with this. And he's like, but I got this stuff. And they're like, no, 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 that's not what we need. Aaron Baines. It's a class, his dying breed of a classic brute. Comes in, he yells, he breaks people's noses. Um, he gets a little bit too angry sometimes. He's hard to contain. And they, they really kind of question the overall need for this type of brute among these crews anymore. They try and have more finesse. Yep. You know, maybe two, two safe crackers, more hackers, something. And then your sixth man, it's really a toss-up between Javon Carter and Cameron Johnson. They're, they like to go fast. They've hit the track <laughs> yeah. a few times. But they have no practical experience, you know, actually driving in the streets, dealing with the law. They're they're wet behind the ears, and they could maybe get it done, but under pressure, who knows? So neither team really makes it. But I don't know. I think that's good. I think that's a, I think we got a good format going here. Yeah, and uh, I think this is gonna this is gonna probably a lot more exciting once we get to the better teams. But I figure, oh yeah, working bottom to top, it'll it'll get a lot more fun. So thanks everybody for listening. Um, who is your I'd love to know your feedback. You can know me at uh, ramblingviking at gmail.com. Um, for these teams, for the Wizards and the Suns, what would your crews look like? What would their roles look like? Do you agree with our roles? Do you disagree? Would you shift something here or there? would love to know all your thoughts. Love you guys to jump in on this conversation. But uh, that's it for now. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of NBA Heist. <laughs>